listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. Sounds good and loud. 100.7 KSLX. Mesa is going to serve up Jennifer for meat to the grist or something like that. Uh, it is time for the Mark and Neanderthal middle school thing. And Jennifer, we're going to ask you three questions. Get two out of three correct and you'll graduate. Okay. All right. Maybe even grist for the mill. I That's think. what I think yeah, I was looking for. Go. Yeah. Meat for the mill, grist for the mill. Took me a little bit. Gristle. Yeah, I don't know. All right, so Jennifer, um, a trailer came out yesterday to promo a series that's going to be on Hulu uh, early next year. It's called Tommy and Pamela. It's about Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson. So we've got some fun questions about their relationship. <laughs> how long? Oh, how long were they dating before they got married? Was it two and a half weeks, six weeks, or four days? Um, was it? Four days? Four days is yeah. correct. Yeah. Very nice. Yep. Hard to believe that relationship didn't work out. All right. So the guy the guy who stole the tape that became their very famous sex tape and then distributed it, who was that guy? Was he their drug connection? Was he their electrician? Or was he their landscaper? Landscaper? He was their electrician. Why can't it be all of the above? <laughs> he was their electrician. He was union, or, or the, the tape would have been cheaper. But that's yeah. not important now. Mm-hmm. Um, who was Tommy Lee married to right before Pamela Anderson? Heather Thomas, Beatrice Arthur, or Heather Locklear? Heather Thomas? No, you made the classic Heather Thomas, Heather Locklear mistake. That's right. It was actually Heather Locklear. That's the female equivalent of Dick York, Dick Sargent. Yep. But you know what? You didn't say Beatrice Arthur, so we're going to give you a prize anyway. Okay, Jennifer? Awesome. Hang with us. Appreciate you listening this morning. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny. I I just saw uh, somebody put out a meme involving Heather Thomas and Heather Locklear, and everybody got it wrong. Ah. Everybody got it wrong. Which Heather is this? I was a Locklear man myself. I was a Thomas man myself. Interesting. But yeah. I never watched The Fall Guy. Yeah. I And I, I, I wasn't a big fan of Locklear's big hair. Her hair was a little too big for me. <laughs> it was massive. It was, yeah. It was a little, little too big for me. She was putting a hole in the ozone layer. <laughs> Mark and Neanderthal. We'll be telling you all about 10,000 for the troops this morning. Even have a very cute poem. Written by a school kid. Aww. Read by an adult. Aww. We'll do that today. I, first, we got to mention this tragedy yesterday in Tennessee. Oh, no. Did you see this? Uh, uh, this no. Is, uh, I'll just read the headline for you. All right. Do I, do I need to sit down? Uh, yeah, you may. Right. Semi-truck filled with Jack Daniels overturns spills whiskey on interstate. I don't know. It's going to take me all weekend to get over that. Well, you know what you're not going to be able to do is drink a bottle of Jack Daniels coming in right from Tennessee. I know. I know. Aren't you even going to ask me if the driver was okay? Is the driver okay? Who cares? Exactly. The whiskey spilled on I the I know, highway. yeah. The driver's, the driver's clearly not okay. <laughs> no, he can't, can't drive a truck. He turned. He, he was fine. But the, the, the truck did wind up on its side. And that's just plain wrong is what that is. It's well, not okay. Now, and now you know what that smell is coming from Tennessee. Yes. Mm-hmm. You hear about a story like that. I need proof is what I say. 86 I proof. Yeah. 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 yeah, 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 yeah. yeah.
So one of my assignments during the week, um, we were running a little late at home, and I had to order some food online that my wife would pick up on the way home. Okay. So occasionally we'll get Payway, and I've ordered Payway online enough to not have too much trouble with it. I always have trouble with that, but... Yeah, ordering online is still sort of a, I, new, I, a new thing with me, too. I just I, don't I, like it. I, yeah. I, I mean, if you ever want to think about anything that's even less accurate than going to a drive through it's ordering online. <laughs> yeah. So uh, I'm getting through that, and Payway, you know, it specializes in Asian cuisine. It says yes. it at the top of the top of the page. Yeah, it's spelled P-E-I-W-E-I, Payway. Yeah, yeah. Payway. Yeah, it's like Chinese. And it's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. No, I get it. But at the bottom, it says... Try our seasonal pumpkin spice donuts. Eh, what? Did I miss something somewhere along the line in these past 60 years? Are Asian and Chinese restaurants known for pumpkin spice donuts? Wait, what? Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm with you on that. I, I, first of all, pumpkin spice, it's out of control. We need to put, put a stop to that now. It is. Yeah. If anything, if, if there can be anything that COVID can do, and that would be reduce the the occurrence of pumpkin spice everything, please. <laughs> it would be like going into <clears throat> Bose's Donuts, and on the menu it says, try our Kung Pao chicken. <laughs> There's none better. <laughs> yep. But you yep. don't see that because they know what they specialize in. Yep. When I walk into McDonald's and I see <laughs> McPizza. <laughs> right. I'm like, yeah, that's yeah. that's not happening. I, I I will tell you, if I may digress for just a moment. Yeah. So I have on occasion visited what they call the Asian buffet, the Chinese buffet. Sure. And when I lived in Kansas City, there was one that was particularly close to the radio station. Right. So, I would, you know, my program director and I, our morning show guy or whatever, we would all go out for lunch and we go hit the buffet because it's easy. You go up to the trough, you know, you feed your face for like eight bucks and, and, and life goes on. Yes. This is like four or five years. And then one day I walked in and the two steam trays, because, you know, you walk in, there's two long steam trays. One of them has, you know, all the, the fried stuff. The other one has all the steam stuff. Two steam trays. One side, Asian food. The other side, taco shells, steamed gruel, and cheese Whiz. And then behind the register was a an assortment of long-distance calling cards for you to call Mexico. Yeah, they do a little bit of everything. I, I was right. just thinking that was yeah. a unique transition to international cuisine that yeah. I did not see coming. Yeah. It's like going into Pete's Fish and Chips and it says, try our Hungarian goulash. Yes, exactly. There's none better. Mm -hmm. There's nothing yeah. better than going to Mongolian it's barbecue for macaroni and cheese. <laughs> it's one of those stay-in-your-lane things. Yeah. Do what you do. Yeah. Let everybody else do that other stuff. It would be like us giving you a top ten countdown of Lady Gaga songs. I can actually do that. I would enjoy it. <laughs> no, I can't. Right now, why don't we get into the Mark and Neanderthal weekend movie pick. It is 1992's Scent of a Woman. Yeah, this is an interesting movie because um, it stars Al Pacino and Chris O'Donnell. Um, and this was the moment that, for me, that Al Pacino went full Dustin Hoffman. Where you had where you had him redefining himself as an actor who could do something outside of what he was known to do. Just the by, shouting. By playing somebody <laughs> who had some challenges in life. And obviously Dustin Hoffman did it in Rain Man. And those guys, Dustin Hoffman, Al Pacino, and Robert De Niro have this an, a weird career parallel where they are almost interchangeable, not necessarily in their acting roles, but in the paths that they took. Yeah. You know? But well, let's get the uh, the plot of the movie from one of our young promotional people, and that is Rachel. 
In order to pay for a trip home for Christmas, a teenager agrees to watch over a friend's uncle for Thanksgiving. The young man soon discovers he's in over his head when the uncle turns out to be a blind, retired Army lieutenant colonel with a sour disposition. Oh, and one more thing. You'll hear the phrase, hoo-ha, a lot. <laughs> a lot. I don't know that it's two words. I think it's one word. Hoo-ha. <laughs> hoo-ha. Hoo-ha. Um, it is a phenomenal performance from Al Pacino. He yeah, won an Oscar won for Academy it. Academy Award for it, yeah. As Lieutenant Colonel Frank Slade. And he is blind. Here, Here's a clip from the movie. All right. This is at the Thanksgiving dinner that Frank crashes at his brother's house. And Bradley Whitford, who plays Frank's nephew, is as nasty as he was in Revenge of the Nerds 2, Nerds in Paradise. So after Al Pacino, as Frank, asks young Chris O'Donnell what time it is, Bradley Whitford suggests he get a Braille watch. You ever given any thought to a Braille watch, Frank? Randy. Stevie Wonder wears one, or do you rank on him, too? Honey, please. It's all right, Gloria. I enjoy Randy's observation. My wife's name is Gail, Frank. Can you hear that? Gail. Excuse me. Gail. Gail strikes me as a very beautiful woman. But you know, there's a little tension in her voice. Either Gail is nervous or unsatisfied. <laughs> it's a great scene. The tension ratchets up, and that's that's led to an inside joke at my house because the the taste of real honey is delved into in that scene, as opposed to sugar. You well, have to watch it. It's uh, it's one of those movies that, and, and I will say this: it's a movie that probably couldn't be made today, and I'll tell you why. Go ahead. Woke culture. Can you imagine the idea? Now we had this. What was the movie that Brian Cranston was in when he was? Uh, he was supposed to be a paraplegic. Yeah, quadriplegic. And, and everybody, I don't remember the name of the everybody movie, lost. but everybody went nuts Can because you they didn't give it to an actor who actually had that condition. Can you imagine the idea of a sighted actor playing the role of a blind man now? Not just, these days. Just now in 2021. No, right. And by the way, I will say this, and I, I don't know if this is going to get me in trouble for it, so you can send your hate mail to Dave at KSLX.com, <laughs> my boss. Um, I think the idea of a sighted actor performing as a blind person, the way Al Pacino did, having researched the role from the New York School of the Blind and all the things that came with it, is a better performance than had a blind person had that role. Well, there's a word for that, and I can't think of the word. What is it? Acting. Acting. Yes. Acting. Brilliant. Yes, he was fantastic. The movie is great. Is it Trained to Busan good? Yeah, Yeah. I would say hell yeah. It's a great movie. Scent of a Woman, and it's Thanksgiving-themed. And you made the proclamation earlier that this is Al Pacino's defining role. I don't know that I would go that far, but it's certainly one of them. It's it's tough to say about somebody who portrayed Michael Corleone in Godfather 2. So, yeah, that's a tough one. And he's had many career-defining roles. Here come the hate calls. Al Pacino sucked in two out of the three Godfather movies. (laughs) Well, the third one sucked. The third one sucked out loud. Everybody was bad. And the first one, he spent way too much time in Italy just staring at people. (laughs) The second one, he was great. He was brilliant in the second one, sure. Hello everyone, this is Maria, and it's time for Time Out for Spanish. As a public service, and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking Time Out for Spanish. We've got Brad from Scottsdale on the phone with us today, and he is going to play Time Out for Spanish, trying to win four passes to see King Richard starring Will Smith, courtesy of Fandango. And so, Brad, we will give you a Spanish phrase. Then you have to translate it using three English choices. Can you do this? 
All right, you, you bet. All right, Brad, here comes your Spanish phrase. El truco doméstico de hoy. Si se toman todos los baños de la casa, apague internet. Did you hear that? One more time. Sure. El truco doméstico de hoy. Si se toman todos los baños de la casa, apague internet. All right, that does translate into one of the following is A, today's travel tip. If you work in a fire hydrant factory, you can't park anywhere near the place. <laughs> B, today's COVID health tip. If you hold a can of beer in both hands, you can't touch your face. Or C, today's household hack. If all the bathrooms in the house are taken, turn off the internet. Which one is it? C. It is C. Congratulations, Brad. You have won in Time Out for Spanish. All right. Thank you. Time Out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. Genesis, you know, the three guys in Genesis got back together. They've been doing shows in Europe. They're actually going to do shows in America. Oh, cool. But they're not coming anywhere near here. It's all on the East Coast, basically. So Genesis, it, yeah, which would be nice to see Genesis. But this will probably well, be the last time. Yeah. It'll be the last time. You know, Hill, Hill Collins has had some health problems. In fact, uh, oh, I know. Yeah, he's in the chair. Yeah, I was, uh, I was reading, uh, um, you know, <laughs> unexpected concert attendee Charlie Benante, who's the drummer for the heavy metal band Anthrax, Okay. Actually went and saw Genesis, I guess, over in Europe and said he was totally bummed because Phil Collins sat down the whole night. Like, it, he yeah, said it was, he very, sit, he said it was very sad to watch. He doesn't play drums anymore. No. He sits at the front of the stage in a chair. Yeah. We, you know, we've, we've talked about it. You know? Yeah, a little bit, yeah. It's I'm like, sure. uh, I do concerts sitting in a chair all night. It's <laughs> the way it goes now. That's... <laughs> you, come on, man. He's hurt. I know. I know. Yeah. Do you have that music, though? Uh, you, yeah, I suppose I could, a, I could, I like could dig like it a, up for a you. Backing track for yeah, that. It's a great a tune. A but uh, we, we've talked about this. In all seriousness, it is too bad. It, for me, it might, it might diminish the concert experience some. You know? I, I, yeah, I would. By the way, I have it. Uh, you have I, that. I music? would say yeah, but, but I mean, look, you, this is your last chance to see the band, so I do uh, have the music. Okay. Do you need the music? That's. A, I'm gonna, I'll try something here. That's okay. a weird song. Oh, so boy. cue me. Okay, right, here we go. All right, here we go. That's gonna be weird. You came to see me in concert, but I'm too tired to stand. So I'm in a chair from Office Max oh, no. with a microphone in my hand. <laughs> I do concerts sitting in a chair all night. Yeah, that's uh, that's super inappropriate. I, and I know that's mean. I, and I, I feel bad for the guy. Hell, I'll be that way in ten years. Also, he's only ten years I, older than I'm I am. I'm almost there now. I, I hurt <laughs> no. myself my Achilles tendon getting out of bed. Exactly. Uh, can I take a shot at this? Oh, I, by, I figure by, by all means, you you, you got to cue yourself though. I can't figure out the beginning. Of I don't want you to be the only one that gets hate mail on this. So <laughs> let me throw let me throw my own two cents into this matter. Oh boy. Well, if you called me geriatric, I'd wonder if you knew what's up. It's mean you'd make fun of a guy 
I've fallen and I can't get up. I've fallen and I can't get up. I do concerts sitting in a chair at night. Yes. Oh, Lord. Wait, wait, wait. And I'm a soil in my underpants tonight. Now, that's not one of his problems, well, yeah, as far sorry, as yeah, we know. No, anyway. no. yeah, not but it could be in the future. I'm not sure. Uh, yeah, it's... <laughs> I actually, I would love to, I was never a huge Genesis fan, but I would actually love to see that show if they came. But again, that would be mixed feelings that I watch that with. I would think so. in the chair all night, because it is is too bad. But you got to do what you got to do. He's out there trying, right? Uh, Send your hate mail to Mark at KSLX.com or Neanderthal at KSLX.com. I started it, so I guess I'll get the first one. Yeah, all right. Well, it's easier to spell, too. Season's greetings. Hey, dude, shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Good morning to Susie, who is going to see Genesis in Buffalo, New York next week. Oh, cool. Yeah. They were huge when I when I lived up there. I went to school near there. Mm-hmm. I had barely heard of them on Long Island, and they were huge in upstate New York. Not a thing in Boston. Yeah, yeah, not a thing. I mean, we were, we were it was Jay Giles Band, Aerosmith, Boston. It's funny you know, how uh, something a little bit yeah. meatier, a little meatier than Genesis. Uh, the only the only of those prog rock bands that ever really did well in Boston, Yes and Rush, and that was yeah. it. Yeah. All right, so let's talk about ten thousand for the troops, shall we? Um, where do we start with this? Um, well, we'll start at the beginning. If yeah. you, what we're doing is is collecting cards for service folks who are away from their families during the holidays, and we've been doing this for a few years. If you're new to the show, we do this every year. And what we ask you to do is uh, just while you're filling out your greeting cards, or even if you're not, if you have some friends over for Thanksgiving or whatever, hand them all some cards during halftime of the football game. Everybody just filled out, dear soldier, thinking of you, blah blah blah. And then we got a bunch of places to drop them off. We'll get together with our friends at the military assistance mission, and we'll ship them out around the world. And soldiers will know that we're thinking of them during the holidays. Yeah, we got that's really what it is. All kinds of drop-off points around the valley, and thanks to our sponsors, uh, the Earnhardt Auto Centers, Port of Subs, Desert Diamond, Casino West Valley, and the folks at Law Tigers. We have about 30, 35 locations for you to stop at. Uh, yeah, wherever you live in the valley, there's probably a drop-off location fairly close to you. You don't have to drive everywhere. Or you can bring them by the radio station. We're at 1100 North 52nd Street in Phoenix, Monday through Friday during business hours. But obviously, with COVID and all those things, just, you know, we might ask that you leave them by the door or whatever it is. Yeah, and teachers, please, Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday of next week. Blow-off days. You know, if you you got some time in the day, give the kids some paper, have them write out a letter to a service member overseas to give them a smile. In fact, uh, when we were out a couple of weeks ago doing the food drive, we had a gentleman named Danny read one of those kids' letters. Mm, Danny, Danny. how would you like to mow my lawn, Danny? (laughs) Hi, this is Danny, and I'm going to read a letter. Dear soldier, thank you for what you do. My name is Bart. I am in the seventh grade. My favorite game is Fortnite. My favorite TV show is The Flash. 
I have lived there my whole life. My favorite song is Sunflower by Post Malone. My favorite movies are Transformers. I love to swim. And in 2017, I was the sixth fastest kid in Arizona. My favorite celebrity, a celebrity is Michael Phelps. I'm reading his book called No Limits. Thank you for what you do, and I hope you have a fun time. Sincerely, Bart. You know what? That was Bart. That is a well-rounded letter. Yeah. He, he gave that soldier yes. a good idea of what's going on back home here. Exactly. With a kid. That, that, see, I love kids that have no filter. Sixth job, fastest Bart. kid in Arizona, too. That's Sixth pretty impressive. fastest. Yeah. There are only five other kids in the entire state that can catch him if he's running. That's right. So if you're thinking no, about... No, he's swimming. Oh, swimming. Sorry. <laughs> if he's running, he's drowning. If there's a pool nearby, he can get away from you. Yeah. Uh, but I love your idea, actually, Paul, of... Uh, if you're having people over for Thanksgiving and they say, what can I bring? Say, uh, grab a box of 20 blank greeting cards. Hey, you can get them at the dollar store. Yeah, we'll, yeah. Fi- we'll fill them out and, and, and you know, drop them off somewhere and they'll go to somebody overseas. By the way, it's eggnog season, so I think you should start writing with the first glass of eggnog. Mm. And then by glass number six or seven, although I don't know if you can drink six glasses of eggnog. That'd be <laughs> tough on the stomach. Yeah. But, you know, at that point, they could get fun. So... Keep it in mind, 10000 for the troops. If you missed anything, you need any information, go to kslx.com. It'll be one of the first things you see on the rotating banner at the top of the page. Just click on it, and you're good to go. It's time for the Mark and Andrew Paul Dumbass of the Day. Yeah, we're going to a Walmart in Northborough, Massachusetts. Ah, Northborough. That's uh, It's right outside of Worcester, Massachusetts. Ah, Worcester. Yep, right yes. between Worcester and uh, Waltham. I'm sorry, I mispronounced that. Worcester. Worcester. All right. It's Worcester, kid. <laughs> okay, I, I will tell you this. I, I know how this 31-year-old mom feels. She's got a toddler with her Okay. in this story. And toddlers toddlers are very, cha- very challenging. They can get around on their own, yet they they have not a shred of sense about them. Sorry about this, Mark. I have to correct you. That's a toddler. 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 Yes. Yeah, you're in Massachusetts now, kid. So uh, this was around 830 at night, so the toddler was probably pretty cranky. Mm-hmm. And, and Walmart can be crowded. Mm-hmm. It can be hectic. So when the 31-year-old mom got on the checkout line, she was probably distracted, trying to keep her toddler with her, trying to get her stuff together to check out and not take too much time. And mm-hmm. When she got to the cashier, she was looking for stuff in her purse. Yep. Most likely, you know, trying to get her credit card or something. And mm-hmm. she's still trying to keep the toddler in line. She's got her hand roaming around in her purse. And boom! Boom? Yeah. A big, loud boom goes off. Now, don't worry. Nobody was hurt. Thank God. But, yes, her gun went off. Oh, boy. Shot directly into the floor. And, yes, her gun was loose. Just bouncing around oh. in her purse. She tossed it in there like it was a chapstick or a keychain or an emery board. Oh, boy, man. You got to keep it in, in some sort of a protective holster right? or something, man. You can't do that. I don't, I don't mean to be crude here, but you can't toss it into your purse like it's your emergency Kotex. No, right? no, no. That can bounce around. Nobody's going to get hurt. Well, unless you get TSS, then somebody's going to get hurt. Oh, stop. What? You brought it up. <laughs> the 31-year-old mom was charged with... <laughs> I haven't heard that in forever. 
Yes. <laughs> well, you said go. Oh, you, you stop. Said, you brought Kotex into it. Hello, 1966. <laughs> There's another one, yeah. <laughs> All right. The 31 year old mom was charged with discharging a firearm within 500 feet of an occupied building. Hell, she was in the occupied building. Yeah, she was within 500 yeah. feet. That's for yeah. sure. The Massachusetts Child Protective Agency is investigating since. <laughs> well, they should. Yes, and since her judgment is in question, she will uh, possibly, probably lose her license to carry. Yeah, that uh, flaw got wicked scuffed, kid, too. You bet it did. Yeah. She is the Mark and Neanderthal <laughs> dumbass of the day. Hi, this is Maggie, and I think that's a beautiful story you just told. <laughs> It's sponsored by Ride Now Power Sports. RideNow.com is where you'll find them. I've been getting a kick out of it because we've been announcing winners' names before we've actually contacted them. Yes, so that we'll happens, like, yeah. Hey, congratulations to Joe Blow of Scottsdale who yeah. won. And then he'll call and be like, hey, this is Joe Blow of Scottsdale. Did did I win? And that's how he finds out. And I yeah. get a kick out of that. You know, yeah, I, oh, you want to hear something weird? This is awkward. Um, as you know, I am not close to my family. Uh, my, you know, my parents and I are estranged, were estranged before their passing. Now that they're gone, I don't what, really stay in touch with them. What, did you hear something on the radio? Or? I, no, I found out that my, my aunt died. One of the last surviving members of my mom's side of the family oh. died through Facebook. Oh, I gotcha. Because one of her kids is too cheap to take out an ad in the Boston Globe because it's $600 to announce an obituary. So he basically just spread the word on Facebook for everybody to see it. Well, I think and a lot cousins, of people do that now. Well, some of the cousins are connected. Like, there are only three members now of the, the top level of the family now. There are, you know, there are two left now, two of the, the males. I have two uncles left, and the rest of my mother's uh, brothers and sisters are all gone. But some of the cousins stay in touch. Okay. So little by little, the word filters down to those that are still in touch with each other. And I think it's weird because I'm finding out about my family and I'm connected to my family. People who I don't really know because I haven't spoken to them much. Right. I ran into one of my cousins who has a daughter that goes to U of A. She comes into town once or twice a year for like parents weekend and stuff. And we get together. I haven't seen this woman in like 30 years. So the guy who posted the Facebook obit, yeah. you don't speak to? Nope. But you just know about his comings and goings because because he, he posts because he posts everything on Facebook. He's a it's the weirdest thing. He um, he's an overposter. He's oh definitely yeah. yeah. He's a, here's the thing. He goes on cruises, all right, and he goes on so many cruises that he ran into the same bartender on two separate cruises, <laughs> and he knows the guy by name, and the guy knows him. Yeah, that's that's unusual. Yeah, so um, I'm, so I'm finding out about my family on Facebook. I don't know if that's a common or an uncommon thing. I don't think that's like, terribly unusual. Even I, though you're not connected to them, like, I, I, I don't even know how I got connected to these people. Like, don't get me wrong, connected to these people. I'm connected because we're family. Right. But, like, I don't know how I ended up connected to my cousin, whom I'm not really connected to. I have a, uh, a relative who's, you know, just went through something a few years ago, and I kind of saw it on Facebook. It would pop up every once in a while as a notification. I'll be like, oh, let's see what's going on with, the, with, with her. And, uh, but I, it's not somebody I would call. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, I well, think I think I don't four eight zero four seven OKSLX. I don't think that's an uncommon thing at all. Is is staying abreast of your family's comings and goings, but never talking to them? Yeah, one of my uncle's six kids passed away. One that I used to play football against in high school passed away like two years ago. It was, it was a suicide. Now uh, I'm not trying to bring it down, but I'm like, that's an awful weird thing to read on Facebook. Yeah, instead it's of having odd, a, instead odd, of having a family member call you and say, yeah, hey, call just and tell you to that. let you know, yeah. blah blah blah. So I don't know if that's yeah. oversharing or if that's overconnecting or underconnecting, yeah. but I. <laughs> 
very strange thing to be only be connected to your family through Facebook. Paul, you were just talking about staying and not even staying in touch, just knowing what's going on with family members like extended family members. You don't keep in touch, but you you can track them on Facebook or Instagram and find out what's happening with them. And well, my mom, my mom was one of nine. So there were six boys and three girls, and I'm the only one. The, I'm the only only child. Like I've got stepbrothers from yeah. another marriage and stuff, but I'm my mother's only child. Right. The rest of her, my eight uncles and aunts have anywhere from two to six or eight kids in each of the families. So do the math. You're talking about sixty, seventy five kids that 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 barely stay in touch. I'm in touch with maybe seven or eight of my cousins, and okay. unusually like only ten, through social media. Maybe ten percent or something. yeah, ten percent. Yeah. Like ten percent uh, of my family is five all to ten percent. Yeah. yeah, and by the way, it's not it's not through malicious or anything. Like that. It's just we're just not connected. So um, you got the same kind of deal going on? My mom comes from a line of seven uh, brothers and sisters, and my dad has uh, a brother and two sisters, and I don't keep in contact with any of them. The only way I find out anything is through Facebook like you, Paul. How about with the cousins of all those brothers and sisters of your no, parents? That's, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, not, we don't we don't ever call, text, nothing. We figure it out through Facebook and Instagram. What is the count on cousins? Do you have any idea? Can you say offhand how many cousins you have? Oh, Jesus. Um, about 30. About 30. Amateur. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's, yes. So, I mean, <laughs> you know, and none of us really talk. It's, it's all what we post on our social media. And now, is it because you're estranged or just because everybody lives a different life? Um, it's because everybody lives a different life, um, and some of us don't get along. So, yeah, just and we're also busy nowadays. Like it's just, yeah, there's just yeah. too much to do. All right, no, I get right, it. Well, thank you. I totally get it. That's the same thing with me. Yeah, yeah, I mean, exactly. I, mean, I don't. Uh, here's the thing: on my mom's side, like, the only people I'm estranged from in my family were my parents. My cousins, my aunts, my uncles, none of them did anything wrong. Yeah. Yeah. We just don't, we just know we're not connected. Yeah. It's like my, uh, my old radio partner, Tim, people would ask, you, you guys talk, you still talk all the time. I was like, not really, but there's no animosity. It's just, you know, this is before he passed, obviously, but it's just, we, we live different lives now. That's yeah. all. Yeah. Well, yeah. And, and that happens to all, it happens more than we know. I think that, you know, uh, a Facebook, you know, reconnects, it allows you to maybe reconnect with that person that you signed in their yearbook that you would never, you would never drift apart. <laughs> You know what I mean? It's the adult, yes, it's the adult yeah. version of signing it. Yes. I just, for the record, for everybody that I went to school with, yes, I did stay cool. <laughs> there you go. That's, yep, yep. Awesome. Stay cool. It's Mark's College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Let's say good morning to Steve and get him uh, set up in the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. Steve, I'm going to ask you the same five questions that I ask Mark. Whoever gets more right will graduate. If you get it wrong, you know what happens. So let's kick him out of the studio and start this thing, shall we? Mark, get out of the studio. All right, Steve. And so this is how it's going to be, Steve. Five questions, starting with question number one. If you love that dirty water, where is your home? Oh, love that dirty water. Oh, uh, that's not Boston. Oh, my God. I've been there. I've played there. Oh. Um. Uh, it, I, it ain't Boston. I Philadelphia. I don't know. Question number two. Who sings for Def Leppard? Uh. 
Oh, Jesus. Major brain fart right now. The singer for Death Leopard. Uh, Question number three. What instrument does Steve Stevens play? The guitar. Question number four. In the white room with black curtains near the station, you're likely to find an album by what band? Uh, in the white room. Cream. Uh, in Qu- the white room with black curtains. Question number five. What band was Sid Barrett a member of? Pink Floyd. All right. Dirty Water. Oh, that's going to kill me. And the singer of Def Leppard is going to kill me, too. Maybe. Who knows? All right, Mark, he got three out of five. All right. And Steve's there. Yeah, we'll see how Steve does compared to Mark. Question number one. If you love that dirty water, where is your home? Boston. It's one to nothing. The Standells, right? Question number two. Who sings for Def Leppard? Joe Elliott. Question number three. What instrument does Steve Stevens play? Steve Stevens is Billy Idol's guitar player. Question number four. In the white room with black curtains near the station, you're likely to find an album by what band? Uh, Cream. And question number five. What band was Sid Barrett a member of? Pink Floyd. And that is a five to three victory in Mark's behalf. You know what you got to do here, don't you? My name is Steve. I flunked out of the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge, and I just got my butt kicked. Yeah, kind of. A little bit, Steve. But don't let it ruin your weekend. No. Thank you for joining us. You know, Wednesday of next week, we'll hit the six-month mark being undefeated. So tune in. I'll get gloat for the whole weekend. Now find the person you know who knows the most and have them call in. Uh, what a great way to, to knock him off for Thanksgiving for the holiday. Have him have to deal with that all the way through Monday. I won't be. Oh. If it happens, I won't be able to stomach any turkey. Yeah, it'll be so bad. <laughs> Good morning. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey Dude, good to go to. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better... You really can do it, but nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it if you have the right tools and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great.